Hey, good morning and welcome to the first episode of uh, Faith, Hope and Friends. And good I am morning. your host, Renee and Marvina. Good, good morning. morning good morning. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm a little nervous. First, yeah. you know, first time out here, but uh, right. have you had your coffee? I know you said you needed coffee before we got started. Um, on there deck. Is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, yeah, we, uh, we just uh, felt this was a really important time to uh, start a podcast. I know you and I have been talking about it for how long now? I know. Years, it, right? Yeah. Things happen, right? It's not right away. You know, God puts the seed there. You pray on it a little bit. You know, we're kind of uh, nervous. So I think that was a little bit of it. But hey, we're here today. It's all good, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. He planted the seed and probably wanted us to harvest it long. <laughs> but you know, it's funny, you know, uh, work got in the way. We work together. So uh, yeah. work gets in the way because we're both busy. Family gets yeah. in the way. Yeah. Things to do. And then I, I found that closer it got to it, I had to set up upstairs uh, because of some issues downstairs. Uh, but you know, then you start thinking, I started thinking, oh, I don't like the sound of my voice right. <laughs> when I hear it played back to me. And then I started looking, it's like, I've always had like, they call them Betty Davis eyes. Right? Okay. And so I had these, so I thought, well, maybe if I open them wider <laughs> and then I look like I'm the opposite minor, <laughs> you know, it balances out. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah. So here we are. And I think we're, uh, we're just wanting to have some really um, honest conversations about faith. Yeah. 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 Yep. Just some honest conversation, nothing too heavy or, you know, but just again, honest conversation, which is, you know, what I think I like the dynamic between us anyway. That's what, you know, we seem to do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't take ourselves too seriously. No, no. And, yeah. yeah. We, we should probably take ourselves a little more seriously, but you know, <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think, you know, I heard a pastor say one time, um, there's nothing I can do to convince you to have faith in God, right. but what I can do is share what God has done for me. Yes. And then you make your own decision from there. So that's what we want to do is just kind of share what God has done for us in our lives and our faith journeys. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll help somebody to realize that I think, I think for myself, faith mm -hmm. has been the easiest thing I've ever done and the hardest thing I've ever done. I agree. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, totally. I totally agree. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, yeah. So I think it's just really, uh, it's going to be, um, a good vehicle for us to just kind of share our hearts on where, where we are in our faith journeys. Yes. Yes. So. And hopefully to encourage others. I mean, I think, um, you know, just, and we'll get into this a little more, a little deeper in our podcast, but just, you know, the conversations you and I have had has been so encouraging to me, you know, on a lot of different um, occasions. And so I think conversation is good, you know, not having to be um, in this rigid place where people feel 
you know, judged or, you know, just that, con just to have conversation. We learn a lot through just conversation. Right. You know? And some of our conversations, you and I, we've talked about how um, our, our failures in faith. Yes. It's not that yes. we're trying to come to each other and say this, you know, we're, we've got it all figured out. Right. <laughs> you know, there have been many times I've come to you and I've gone, oh man, I just blew it. <laughs> you know, yep. and I I've come to you and I'm like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so true. And I think that's the thing is sometimes um, as Christians, you know, we get, we think we have to be perfect and and it's kind of like this double-edged sword because on the one hand, you're like, I know God doesn't require me to be perfect, but then you still feel like, but I got to be perfect. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like this in the back of your mind thing. And, you know, um, again, through our conversations, it has helped me to come, come to the place a lot of times where even though I knew it in my head, you know, my heart needed to feel like, okay, you messed up. Like it's not the end of the world. God knows you, God knows your heart. He knows he, how he made you and he did not make you a perfect being, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we always think we have to prove ourselves. It's like it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's right. Well, we've talked about yeah, we've talked about how we would come to each other's desks. Tell uh, tell everybody how we met. I, I think maybe that's kind of a fun story. Okay, look now. <laughs> if I can quite remember, because it's been a little while, but. I, I remember, so of course we worked together. That's how we met. Right. And, um, you happen to be like the resident, uh, what's the word? Idiot. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the resident, um, not jokester, but you had a way of just being able to, um, talk to people, make them feel welcome. Re retirement parties, you were like the person, right? And so um, I remember hearing of you and knowing of who you are, but I hadn't met you yet. And so through work, um, um, uh, you were working in IT. And so through work, you know, it's how I had to come over, my job duties, come over, talk to you. And once we, it seems like once we clicked, we clicked. Yeah. Well, now I will say, I did think you were a little bit mean at first when I first saw you because you're always very welcoming, but I think the expression on your face was just like, now I know you were in thought, but before uh, I was yeah. like, okay, like, is she cool or not? Once I got to be honest, she's super fun. And then we just... <laughs> kicked it off from then and then um and then once we um shared our faith with each other like you know we connected on that level and then and it's just been upstream from then now do you remember a different story of us no I think I think I remember us meeting was it so we we work in a large agency and I think you were were you working for my brother-in-law at that time and there's no actually no here. nepotism. I, you didn't hire me, so <laughs> <laughs> I was not. But I was working with your brother-in-law. Um, um, okay. I was working for 
I came on as I was like the receptionist of the office. Okay. Is how I got to know your brother-in-law. And then from there, then I, you know, worked for the chief of enforcement. And then we really got to know each other. So we worked in the same area and we worked together quite a bit. Yes. Right. And I remember I had to deliver reports to you. And then yep. we started sharing stories. I was uh, helping out with my elderly aunt and uncle at the time. And yes. so things would happen that would go, oh my goodness, I, I got to tell somebody. And then it was like, I think I'll tell Marvina. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you had some stories about your yes. family and some of your Christmas gatherings. And it was like, yes. I think we just, you know, uh, really enjoyed the humor of it all. Yes. And, and then here you see my brother-in-law trotting over to say, Renee, are you done? Do you have anything else to do? Yeah. <laughs> We had a lot of those days, right? But we were very productive. I will say that, right? We were, yes, <laughs> yes. We got it done. <laughs> and I think that's been, well, like probably over, I know well over 15 years. Yeah. It's been yeah. a long time, right? Yeah. And there yeah. are times that we we don't see each other for months. I mean, we work in the same place. It's a huge right. place. So, uh, but there are times when it's like, I, I just say to myself, I'm in the middle of something, I'll go, you know, I'm just going to talk to Marie, Marvina because it's been yeah. a while. So, and yeah. then, uh, and then I feel bad because your people are walking by going, I just like a moment with Marvina. Like, you your time. Just, you know, just back off. You'll get your time. <laughs> yeah. We all, and we always have great talks, right? We yeah. pick up like we, we, you know, we, um, never, uh, like we never left off, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or where we, we pick up where we left off. Yeah. Like we pick yeah. up where we left off and I do and our family stories. And that's the thing, you know, and I absolutely love and adore my family, mm -hmm. but we all have those family things. Right. Yeah. And so it's so um, it's great to be able to, to talk with someone that because a lot of our um, a lot of our experiences with family, we have a lot in, uh, in common as well. Right. And we've learned that through, um, a lot of our conversations. So it's wonderful though, to be able to say to someone, okay, girl, this is what happened this weekend. Yeah. And you're like, what? and you know, and then you're like, well, this is what happened to me this weekend with, you know, with just family things. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, it's those family stories again, have given me encouragement because mm -hmm. Some are funny, some are heart-wrenching, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Some have been like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to get through this or, um, you know, this is what has happened. So I just, the connection we have had, I really thank God for, and I really know that um, it's not happenstance that he connected us, yeah. you know, like your screenplays. I used to read those. <laughs> it would take me a while to do it. But I would read it. And so <laughs> your books, I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things that we've shared. And as I'm thinking about it now, you know, like I knew it, but I'm thinking about all this stuff and it's just, I'm just really thankful. Yeah. Just really thankful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I know when I've asked you to, you've read my books. Uh, well, I, I know that you've used it as a coffee. Um. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. I've seen the ring on my book. I know. <laughs> that is not the truth. <laughs> but she'd see me coming and you'd be going, <laughs> try to ditch out. It's like, Never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm more of an audio person now. Yeah. <laughs> but but I would purchase the book, right? I That's true. That is true. Then you're like, so Marvina, what chapter are you on? So this is what happened. I did start, like I started chapter two, but I'm going to get back to it. And <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, it has been. It has been a fun friendship. That's for sure. It has. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I, I think in, it's interesting too, our different faith journeys, um, how, how our faith journeys began. Mm-hmm. And, uh, y- you know, uh, I was raised in church, always okay. been in church all my life. I think there was a period of, I'm 65 years old now. And it's, it's uh, you know, I think there was a period of maybe two years where I decided, eh, I need Sundays for myself and that, you know, but, but other than that, I've been in church every Sunday, most of my life, all of my life. Okay. And even Wednesday night services, you know, okay. and be, when I was a kid, it was Sunday morning, yeah. Sunday night, Wednesday night. And so you were in church all the time. So that's how yeah. my faith journey began. All yeah. the time. All the, yeah. <laughs> you know that better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, so when did yours begin? Where where was your faith? So, so I I think my I think well, okay, so I actually joined church like around age 13. Okay. My mom with my mom and my grandmother and um my maternal grandmother. Um my um fraternal grand grandmother she she's always been in church um growing up my family has we've had there's my 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 faith journey has been a little colorful if you would like to say I guess um so I as a child um I remember my, you know watching my grandmother go to um go to church mm-hmm. um and I grew up in the Nation of Islam for a period of time, um, probably from age, maybe about age five to about, probably to about 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I would always see my grandmother going to church, you know, in her white, like her first Sundays and she's all white with her gloves and um, she uh, was raised Baptist. So, um, and and she just, she always had this joy about her. And I always wondered like that, I believe that that was, that is where the seed was planted for me to get to know who Jesus was. I always wondered who is this Jesus? Like she was the nicest, kindest lady, always loved everybody. Even, you know, in my mind, I'm like, "Mm -hmm. I don't know if they deserve that, but she had the love of Christ. So she (laughs) knew it wasn't about what we deserve. But um, so that's how my my, uh, faith journey started. So once we joined, um, we joined our uh, church, um, 
from there, from then on, it was every Sunday we were in church. We were in every ministry. We went to every program. It was Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, um, you know, all of that. And then I remember even when I got my first job and I'm like, okay, well, you know, clearly I work late on Saturdays. I'm not going to be able, able to get up and go to church. Nope. Rule of the house. I don't care how late you get in. <laughs> you're going to make it to church. And I will say, you know, as I've grown up, I didn't appreciate it when I was younger. Now, I don't appreciate everything from my younger years. However, I do believe um, that there was a foundation instilled in me and it helped me as I um, became an adult to decipher things. You know what I'm saying? We come from, I come from a very traditional background. And um, I think for a lot of my life, I have fought tradition and um, you know, there's good and bad with that. There's good and bad with right. traditions. I do believe that there is a place um, for traditions and there is a purpose, but then there's, it also gets into this place where we're just ritually doing things, you know? Right. And so, um, so anyway, so around about the age of 13 or so, um, started going to church and we were very engrossed in it. And then I kind of stepped away um, in my younger years, like around my 20-ish. Um, and then uh, after my husband and I got together and got got married, um, then I went back to church. And I think that was the first time I actually went back on my terms as far as like I felt a drawing. I felt God pulling me um, before I went, but it was because I had no choice. Right. Um, you know, and there are, there's a lot of things that I learned in that space as well. But um, I think when my, when I could really pinpoint um, a turn in my faith and me really holding on to God for myself is when, um, is when, you know, I came back to Christ and um, after I had gotten older. Um, so yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, and I know there are pros and cons for both of us, you know, as far as um, uh, you coming in a little bit later in life and me being born and basically raised in it. Mm -hmm. I think the the pro for me was I, this kind of sounds weird, I was always afraid of God. So that mm -hmm. kept me from doing a lot of things that probably okay. were, uh, you know, uh, available to me at that time. Okay. Uh, but the con was, that when you're raised in it, you hear it so much. And sometimes the stories when you're a kid aren't explained. Correct. You know, I think of a song we used to sing in children's church, you know, the, the foolish man built his house upon the sand. Uh-huh. Did you hear that one? I you have. Know? And then when the rains came down, his house went flat. And then yeah. this, the, the wise man built his house upon the rock. I just thought they're talking about lousy contractors, <laughs> I didn't know you know, but, and then the next verse was, so build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. But, but it was like, okay, they didn't connect that to him being the rock. So mm. I think a lot of times there wasn't a lot of explanation. Yes. So it just became, oh, I know all the stories. So that, that makes it a good faith foundation. And that's true. It, there was mm. a foundation there, but I think it needed to be a, developed a little bit more, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So 
Um, yeah, and I would agree with you there because I do remember when um, when I joined church. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 13, you have a lot of youth that have that have been raised in church as you were. They were born into it. This is, you know, they've been from children's church all the way up. So I do think when I when I joined church, I felt a little bit lost because it was almost like you were expected to know these stories and to know these certain things. Mm-hmm. And I did not know them. Yeah. Right. And so I think as sometimes coming up in church as young people, things are just kind of thrown at you and not really explained. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing a much better job of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's part of it is just a generational thing and the, you know, and the way that we, um, the way that we do church and all of that. Now I do think that things are being broken down at a younger age, mm-hmm. but I, I agree with you that that could be a con because um you don't really know why you believe what you believe. You just know, you just know this is it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. do think that um, you're afraid of God for a long time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, And there does need to be a sense of reverence there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, but I do think sometimes the fear stops us when, and as we get older and we really get to know Christ for ourselves, then we understand that even though it, there's a fear, it's a good fear, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, but not to the point to where you won't, you won't come to him, you know, right. um, when you mess up or when you think you messed up or when you think you're not in a place you're supposed to be. Right. Um, sometimes that fear prevents you from coming to him. And that's the exact, exact time you should be coming to him. Right. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that con. What yeah. about the pro? What is your pro? Um, like I said, I think it just gave me a healthy fear of God because like yeah. you say, it's, you know, uh, I think we've, we've, transitioned from when I was young and my grandpa was a Pentecostal pastor and and God was just like the big guy that was going to drop the hammer, you know, so you were afraid and you served him basically out of um, fear. Yeah. But I think we've transitioned now. We've gone a little too far to the other side where it's God is love and God. And that's true. But like you say, there has to be that balance where you understand that he's a holy God. He's a holy God. And yeah. And he has, he has, expectations for us in order to have relationship with him. And I think that's part of it too, is they didn't really teach relationship when I was growing up. It's only been, you know, since I've been an adult where it's like, okay, we really are in relationship with God. It's not this guy saying, do this, do that, do that. Right. Or it's not a guy going, whatever feels good. And then I'll forgive you, you know? Right. So there's a real balance. And I think that's what I, that wasn't uh, something we were taught, but I think really it sounds bad, but I think that was the pro is that I was, there was a healthy fear. Yes. You know, um, so that I didn't, and I could see that. Yeah. And I think I've told you this before. Um, You know, I was raised, my grandpa was Pentecostal and there were certain things you did not do. Mm. You did not go to the theater because if you were to drop dead in the theater, sorry. You're, you're, you don't God. have your ticket to heaven, 
you know? Yeah, got it. Okay. And so I was, I think I was 49 years old when I went to my first movie. And I, you have to be careful really? what you see, you know, there's, but the, it was just, um, you know, so ingrained the do's and the don'ts, oh, yeah. or, you know, that were man-made really, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I just, I still had that healthy fear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how, and I know we've talked about, we've talked about our backgrounds before, but hearing it again, it's funny that I never picked that up with you. Like as far as your background, right? A lot of times when you meet people that have come from um, a stringent background like that, it's very hard for them to break it. Like, because it's so, like you said, it's so ingrained in them <laughs> and it just, it's, it, it becomes a part of who they are, right? Even in, you know, in their, um, in their spiritual walk, all of that. I would have never guessed that though, um, from you, because you've never been, um, like uptight or, uh, or anything like that. So even hearing, hearing again, your background, um, it, not that it amazes me, but I can see where, I can totally see where your relationship with Christ has, like it's been your relationship. You know what I'm saying? It, mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly. Remember, these are how our, our talks always go, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but a lot of times you can see that on people. You can see that. And I, I never picked that up, I guess, is what I'm really trying to say is I never picked that up from you. From our from all of our conversations that we've ever had, it's never been, it's never come from a judgmental place or a, you must do this type of place. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's amazing that you were grown, you were um, brought up that way, but your, the, you know, your path was just totally different that you took. Yeah. And I think it was probably because I, it, for me, it just felt hard, like you say, where you have to be within this very rigid um, uh, guideline. And so it's kind of like, well, I don't want to share my faith because that's, people don't want to do that. I mean, I am having a hard time even doing that. So. Right, right. But, but, you know, I went to, uh, I, I had to go uh, to counseling for about four years. Some, okay. some just, you know, difficulties with, with past. I grew up in a, a, a dysfunctional abusive home. So okay. I had gone to, to counseling. And okay. one, uh, I was thinking about writing my book at that time. And I was just really agonizing over, is this what God wants me to do? And so I went to this counselor, I was talking to her one day and I said, you know, I just, I'm so afraid. And she says, how do you picture God? Hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I had to sit back and I said, okay, well, it's, I said, it reminds me of you and I've never been stopped for a drunk driving. Don't worry. Okay. Although it wasn't <laughs> far accident. Sure you haven't. <laughs> Never, never, never. Uh, but I was in a car accident once where the policeman made me walk the white line. Don't know why. Okay. Don't know why. Okay. In the middle of the day, I had no clue. But, okay. um, I said, that's how God feels like to me. It's like, okay. you have to walk that line. And if you don't, if you, if you falter, mm -hmm. then there's going to be a consequence. And so it's always like, you know, okay, touch your nose. It's like, oh, you're just praying, please, God, don't let me hit my forehead and <laughs> my nose. And 
And I felt like that's who God was, is that okay. you ha- if you didn't do it right, then there were going to be consequences. And she, okay. she really helped me to realize, she goes, you know what? God didn't give you a line to walk. He gave you this platform. Mm. And whenever you walk too close to the edge, don't you think he loves you enough to say, Mm-mm, you need to come back this way. And that really helped me to understand that God was not as rigid as I had painted him for so many years. Mm-hmm. And that he was a, a, a gracious God and a merciful God. Mm-hmm. And I think senior uh, Glenn Cole here in Sacramento, I remember sitting one of the first services I sat in with him. He talked about God as merciful. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of uh, opened it up for me where I wasn't, um, I, I felt like I could share my faith more Okay, because it was a doable thing. As, okay. as before, it was like, I'm not going to tell anybody about that because look how miserable I am. Okay. I, you know, why would they want to, why would they want to follow a God that, that makes me miserable? Right. So, right. so I hid my misery well, apparently. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. And I think that happens quite a bit. I think a lot of people do. Um, we miss the freedom part that we have right. in Christ. You know, there's this, there truly is a freedom. And when you um, get to that point, um, it's just, it's amazing. It's, yeah. um, and that's where I want to help, you know, people not be in that place where you're so afraid or you're so, you're imprisoned. Right. By your faith. Um, by your faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I going back a little bit to being raised in church, I, 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 I used to teach children's church when I was like in my twenties. Okay. And, um, you know, and talking about how you learn things in church and just, and nothing's really explained, you know? Yeah. I remember a story where I was teaching children's church and I always tried to make it fun for the kids. We had a very small church. Uh, so we maybe had 10, 12, 15 kids in children's church, but I always tried to make it fun. Okay. So one Sunday I decided I got my chef's hat, right. I made a mustache and I had an apron on and I was chef Luigi. And so I came to talk to the kids about how God made them. Right. And so I thought, well, let's just demonstrate that. So I got some little canned biscuits and we made crusts for pizza. Okay. And I was telling the kids and then got a, he shapes you the way he wants you. And then he puts a, he puts a little bit of something special in. So I put the pizza sauce in, right? Uh-huh. And we put the toppings on and then we baked it and the kids got to eat their pizza. Hopefully understanding that God made us each very special, right? Yes. So it was that night, that Sunday night in service, uh, Mrs. Friels came to me and Mrs. Friels was probably about a hundred years old. Okay. God bless this woman. She brought her little great grandson to church every Sunday. Little Mike, oh, never forget no. him. And she stopped me Sunday night and she says, can I ask you a question? What, what did you teach in children's church today? And I says, well, I talked about, you know, how God makes us special. And, you know, I, I tried to explain it to her. I thought, oh, what did I do wrong? <laughs> and, and she says, uh, oh, well, Mike came home and he believes that God put pizza sauce in us all. what are you laughing in that i know what heresy are you teaching my child Uh, but uh yeah so anyway that was just a funny story of how you just kind of i I wonder how many kids are on their faith journey going no i remember 
told us. <laughs> you know, but I think that is one of the things that really drawn me to you. You're a great storyteller. So, uh, which is why you were in great demand for all of the retirement parties because you're a great you're a great MC, you're a great storyteller. But I do think that um although some of them may feel that they are <laughs> filled with pizza sauce over the fries, they're not. It's probably one of those life lessons that has stuck with them because it's applicable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's broken down to where we can understand it. And I think that sometimes we sit in church and we act as if we can understand what is being said and we can't and we don't. Mm -hmm. And so I, I mean, I think that's a wonderful illustration <laughs> of how, again, just conversating just in mm -hmm. your regular conversation we can still get our point across, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> I am sure you have a lot of stories. I'm sure we are going to be in store for a lot of um, illustrations through stories that you have to share. <laughs> yeah, that was not my only time where, you know, it was... <laughs> Uh, but we did try to teach through, you know, through example and illustration. Yeah. So, yeah, but like you yeah. said, sometimes, yeah, they on a little bit awry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. Well, I think that's, uh, I think uh, that kind of explains who we are, right? And, yes. and what we're doing and why we're doing this. And, and uh, so uh, hopefully... Hopefully it encourages some people to listen and, and see, you know, find out what's what we're all about in our faith walks. And, and uh, so I had asked you um, prior to a meeting, if you had any favorite faith scriptures that you wanted to share, do you have anything that kind of defines what faith is for you? I do. So my um, my favorite faith scripture is Jeremiah 29 and 11. Mm -hmm. And so um, um, you know, I got to write this stuff down these days. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna, um, so I'm Marvina, you're all over the place here. I'm sorry. Um, so I want to read it though, from the, um, message, the message version of it, mm -hmm. because it, it really, it really gets to what, it really gets to, what I believe, let me back up. It really gets to um, what has carried me my kind of through, you know, my mm -hmm. faith foundation and, mm -hmm. um, and, and it keeps me going back to, okay, God, I know you got it. So Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, um, and this is the message version. And this is God saying, I know what I'm doing. Um, I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you, not to abandon you, plans to give you future, plans to give you the future you hope for. Mm. And so that has been a scripture that has taken me through many, like, okay, God, I know you here, but it feels <laughs> kind of iffy right now. Yeah. But God's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Just rest in me. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's mine. What about you? Well, mine, I actually came up with two that really have kind of stuck with me over the years. And the, the first one is Proverbs 3, 
five and six, and I'm like you, I had to write it down because my memory is shot at this point. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And so that's, uh, to me, that's kind of, it's, it's kind of a, a selfish thing because it's like, okay, it takes a lot off of me. All I have to do is try to walk at the best I can try to walk with him in, in what he's asked me to do. And then the second one is second uh, Corinthians 12, nine, where it says, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And that to me is encouraging because it's like, we've said, we're weak. We're not going to get it right. And the fact that it, you know, he's saying, Hey, I can take that and I can work through you yes. to make it better. Yes. And so that uh, both of those scriptures kind of speak to me. So, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I think we, we're, we're, we feel the same way about, you know, um, about the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. and his ability to take us through his ability to he's there to support us in our every need our every um our every want our every desire he's there yeah right right yeah yeah so okay well i think this podcast is going to be fun i think it's going to be inspirational hopefully and like yeah hopefully that's the, <laughs> that's the goal I think entertaining is a given, so we don't have to worry about that piece of it. <laughs> well, we think we're entertaining. I don't know about other people, but <laughs> people will be tuning in going, you got to see these girls. They that's funny. <laughs> Look at the mess they are today. <laughs> that's all right. We're God's mess, right? <laughs> that's right. And we're going to give them hope that, you know. Yes. <laughs> that's right oh my gosh so well let's uh we can go ahead i guess and wrap this one up and and uh, next time yeah and i just want to say i really appreciate your friendship and and uh it's been a real blessing in my life and so uh mine as well mine as well i'm equally as grateful and thankful i really am and um you and and it's and I thank you for um I know when we first started talking about you know podcasts or doing something I'm like yeah every day. I don't know about that like I know it seems like I like to talk and stuff but I really don't and then see that look right there that's exactly yeah. what you gave me like yeah right but <laughs> But I do. I I appreciate our friendship so much. And I'm so thankful for our friendship. I thank you for, you know, for being my friend, for being a listening ear for me through a lot of life's issues. You know, I really thank God for those relationships that he's given me uh, with people such as yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) I think that's, I think you said it earlier, he gives us people to walk this out with, you know, and so we're, we're discussing faith Yes. That brings hope and we're doing it with friends. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. until next time, Renee. All right. And I just want to say, hey, uh, su- subscribe to our channel. We hope to be um, bringing some really important and, and valuable information. Yes. And then uh, go to your favorite uh, podcast app and um, 
subscribe there. And if you go to Apple Podcasts, you can certainly give us a uh, review and a five-star rating. We would really appreciate that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, just give us the five stars. <laughs> and be kind in your reviews. That's right, Jesus. We want you to be kind. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. All right. We will talk soon. Okay. All right. Okay. See ya.